This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. The number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. That's Lars Taylor! Trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best want you people to score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise and shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's Rule 76. Tuesday morning. January the 16th. What a time to be alive. DPHR Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. We appreciate Dan Grossa and his two days of fill-in work, but we have the four horsemen back in perpetuity. We say good morning to one Rick DPHR On a snowy Tuesday, good morning, Rick. Uh, good morning, David. How are you? I'm doing great. Good to be back. Nice to have you back. Well, I shouldn't say great. I'm not doing great. You sound like you have a cold. Uh, I don't sound great. No. This is, is this what, from, uh, from loud yelling on the bench? Probably. Probably in the midst of a uh, a hard-fought championship game. And how did we do in said championship game? Uh, we did not win. Oh. No, we took. Uh, we got called for two penalties in overtime, so we went down five on three in OT uh, and lost with .2 seconds left in overtime. Otherwise, it would have gone to a shootout? or, or Shootout, yeah. It, oh, God. Gut-wrenching. Was gutted. What, like, I, didn't, I, I told my wife afterwards, I was like, I thought I was done with this, this feeling. Nope, not done. And he's only eight. Only How are the kids? Worse. How did the kids handle this? Uh, it's tough on the kids. Because of those tournaments, you know, I mean, you're with your son in his baseball tournaments. You play, oh. I mean, by the time you get to the, to the finals, you've played one of the teams that you're playing in the finals. And we played well against them, beat them pretty good. And then they came out ready to play. And the kids are eight, right? I mean, it's been a long week. And, I don't know, it was just a hard-fought game. It was a great game, but to see them in the locker room afterwards, they are all crying. It was tough. I'm sure it was. Uh, listen, youth sports is tough. You could have what I had last week, which was the exact opposite of that. Alex's B-team basketball team going up against an A-team basketball team, falling behind 24-3 to in the first quarter when the other team is full-court trapping. Oh. And, then, and then when they're not allowed to full-court trap anymore because you're not allowed to do that plus 20, then they're half-court trapping the second they get to half-court. And they go up by 45. Wow. Yeah. That must, every, been, that must have been a fun watch. Took every ounce. Of, listen, I, I don't care about the losing. I, I mean, Alex is not a good basketball player. The team is not good. It, it doesn't bother me at all. What bothers me is that there's people out there, the coaches, that are trying to embarrass and, and maul 13-year-old kids in the opposition. Yeah, listen, new sports is uh, is interesting place. I'll say that. Interesting place. There's a lot of great. There's a lot of terrible. Um. By the way, the last 24 hours for, for me specifically have just been gorgeous. I mean, this this is my happy place right now. Yeah, you're doing it, buddy. Last couple of days, I heard some of the show yesterday. I got to tell you, too, a couple, couple things here. You're going you're gonna to come down on me for something. No, I'm not going to come down. Can I I'm set gonna... the, the stage first before we get yeah. to, to you, whatever you're going to say? Yeah, set it, set it. Yeah, so we, we, uh, we may have a Monty Tumor at 735 this morning. I can make no guarantees because he's not the most reliable fella. But he's scheduled to join the show 7.35 this morning. We, we will, in fact, have CMT at 7.45, maybe 7.50 this morning. Um, what else do we have today? 9.15, we have Stuff You Missed. 
And I don't know if you've noticed this, but this is like a this week thing RJ started. He started to put the three stars at 953 on the rundown. I like it. Well, you yeah. know, how about the ID at eight? Got to mention that. Well, of course, the ID at eight. I think that goes without saying. Well, I think you should say it. I think you should. I mean, it should be on the rundown, shouldn't it? Probably. Probably. You know what, RJ? If you're going to put the three stars at 953, I want the uh, 8 o'clock, top of the hour, big station ID. I think that's fair. I will make that adjustment. Very good. Did you hear what happened to RJ, by the way, Rick? Oh, I did hear what I'm very disturbed about that. Very there's disturbed. A, there's a theme I, within our midst. Right, because when I come in, now, RJ, he, I mean, he has his run of this place. Got his right. own. I don't. I can't believe you don't know he had an office. No, I, I, I had no idea. I didn't know. I still don't know where his office is. Well, not Dude, we walked. Not we office. walked right by it. He's got the desk right by where we had our big time meeting the other day. That's right, desk. Oh, a desk. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't even know that was a newsroom. Yeah. See, this is the problem. What with would this whole you thing. have called it? I would have I just called no it idea. a clumping of desks. Oh. Is that the term? Let me call it yes. clumping of desks. Yes. Where, where do you sit out with the clumping of desks? Don't turn this on me because there's a thief among somebody here. No, and here's the biggest problem, though, is because RJ, I could tell, the way he leaves that cup around, like I'll come in, it's just sitting in the coffee in the coffee machine because he feels comfortable. This is his place. No one else is in there at the time RJ gets in there. So, I mean, I think it's going to be hard now for RJ to feel comfortable in the, uh, in the office. I think that's probably true. And I feel terrible for him. And I offered to buy him a new Yeti cup, and he, he said no, absolutely didn't. not. No, uh, no, you didn't. You offered yes. to give him one of the free ones that you got from Mercedes. No, I originally offered him one of those two because those are not being used, and they've never been used, and they're perfectly clean, and they're great. And he said no, and I said, well, let me buy you one. And he said no to that as well. RJ, did I not offer to buy you a new Yeti cup yesterday? You you did, but it, again, I will I will thank you for that. But it's not about that. It's not about the money. It's not about a new mug. It's just about the principle. I mean, if you can't trust... A coffee mug sitting at a desk, a used coffee mug, by the way. What can you trust? Well, it, do we not have a cleaning service that comes once or twice a week and, and cleans up after everybody? Does that exist? Yeah, we do, but... They, they do not clear stuff off the desks. Like yeah. well, may, maybe this was someone who was really taking matters into their own hands. They look at this old coffee cup. Let me, let me kind of clean this up. Do you think there's somebody cup, out there though. working with your coffee mug now? I don't know. I'm, I'll tell you what. I, eyes are peeled. I'm, I'm scoping everybody up and down. You know what this could be, RJ, the more I thought about this, because I was in a lot of traffic last night, I was trying to solve this caper, is that maybe it's those same people that you were going up and taking coffee from that now want retribution. Oh, you think this is their revenge? Yes. Wait, you were stealing coffee? Maybe this was the long play for them. Hang on a second here. I never heard this part of it. I got to get it You've earlier. You've definitely You've heard this part. You've been stealing coffee? You've definitely heard this I part of it. I never heard that RJ's a thief. I didn't know anything about this. So, yes... However, not from an individual. So the, the, the company that we are, our fine radio station uses, as everyone, we're in a Disney building. There's like, a, I don't know, a thousand floors in this building. They're all staffed by the same people. Or, or six. Six floors. So they're all staffed, all the kitchens, by the same company. So there was a period where they were not um, breaking us off a fair piece of the pie, shall I say, of the coffee pots. Or any, or any piece of the yeah, pie. Yeah, they forgot about us. <laughs> Oh, I heard about this. You were traveling to other floors incognito, kind of like with, with a, uh, the Bobby Valentine mustache. Yes, this is, their, what, this is what coffee. we established. Yeah, I heard about this, yes. Yes. So I would, I would scamper up there at early hours when no one was around and just take what we needed. Here's a couple for me. Here's one or two for Rick if Ray needs one. And I'd, I'd bring it back to our floor. No more than we needed. And, but this is, this is going back to... The very early time of myself with you guys. It's been, you know, a couple of years since then. So you, you think they've been sitting on it since then. 
I think maybe what they've done is systematically go. For, they went floor to floor to really try to to, to hammer hammer out who was the guy responsible, and they found out it was you, and and they know how much you love that mug. Yeah, if that's the case, touche. Well played. That's well done. Very well, well done. Played. So what what did what were you saying by the way before when I kind of set the, the the tempo of the show when we have Amani maybe at seven thirty five CM team excited for that. What you said you've been listening. You have a couple of of takeaways from what you've heard. Couple of takeaways. First yeah. being this, I want to say congratulations. Because it's when you put yourself out there the way you put yourself out there with the hot takes. Yep. There's a tendency those things to go sideways. Right? Like, the, like the Paris Campbell one. Right. Not a great one. But when you hit, you hit. And this was a big one. Because you and the hot takes said the Eagles will not win a playoff game this season. And this, this was months ago. This was early on you said this. So congratulations. Thank you. Little of applause for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Little did I realize that I wouldn't be right with that solely. That uh, Sorry, Ray that the Cowboys would also not win a playoff game. And I'd be living in, in some kind of a Shangri-La in mid-January here in a, a, a wintry mix of New York love. This is wonderful. Really is. I don't even, listen, I don't, I don't, I'm a Jets fan, so I, I really couldn't care less about the NFC East. But there's something about Philly losing. Forget Dallas. I felt bad for Ray with Dallas, and I also picked Dallas, but just to see Philly lose, oh, does that make you feel good? Oh, it makes you feel great. And not only that, but Nick Sirianni is so pompous and so obnoxious. Well, that's the problem, too, with it. I mean, you set yourself up. You want to act like that. Be ready when you lose because it's going to come down on you. People can't wait for like any. I don't care what it is. If you win like that, it's going to be tough when you lose. Yeah. It is. Uh, and, and there's now a, a, a groundswell of get rid of this guy. This, this team was 10-1. They were, yeah, they well, were... when you watch them, dude, when you watch them play, and then, I mean, before I left for the hockey tournament, we had that. I don't know if we ever played the sound. But Javon Hargrave talking about how it is in Philly. We discussed it. I don't think we played it. Yeah, right. So like, there was clearly something wrong with this team. They were finding ways to win. I think that a lot of that was just because they were, they're just a really talented team. But you could start seeing it. Like it was tough to explain. Like now you got the whole AJ Brown thing happening, and then you had the Josina Anderson report that it could be like there could be a surprise firing in the NFC East. Right. So who's that? It's, well, it sounds like it's not going to be Dable. Although there's some wild stuff going on with him. If you read the Pat Leonard article yesterday. Well, I did. That was a, that was a weird article. The, the commanders are that's not surprised. Nothing surprised about that. Cowboys would that be surprised at this point? I mean, well, you, at this you, point, at this point, no. But like, I know you hate the Cowboys. I mean, did you really expect them to get embarrassed at home? No, as good as they've been at home by no. I didn't, ex- Rick. I'm telling you, and I said this yesterday. And anything I say is completely genuine and true. Even though if I give Raymond or whoever a hard time, I am stunned. That of all of everything I saw this weekend, that is the one that wowed me. I, I would have never thought that Dallas, I didn't think they were going to lose that game. I didn't think it was going to be all that close of a game. But to get blown out and be non-competitive in that game was the last thing I thought we were going to see. Dude, I can't even tell you. So I'm sitting there. We had, uh, we had a couple games that day. We went to eat, and I made sure we went somewhere where we had the game on. And I was watching that game. I was, I was stunned. Like the kids and, and cast were at the table. I walked over to watch it, and I came back. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, Dallas is getting blown out. She's like, what? I'm like, Dallas is right now getting blown out by Green Bay. The game is already over. I I almost swore a couple times at the bar, but I, I contained myself. What uh, At what point were you like, they're, gonna, they're, they're definitively going to lose? Like, it took me a while. It took me well into the third quarter. At what point were you like, they're, they're going to lose this game? It took, you, it took you that long? Well, just because I'm, I'm of that, you know, like the other side. Like, if I was kind of neutral and I was just watching the game, yes. But when it's a team you hate, you desperately want to see them, you know, lose... Then, then it sometimes can take a little longer. Yeah, I think when it was, I don't know, maybe when it was like up to forty-one sixteen. It took, it took yeah, you that it took long. Me a long time. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, I 
it was funny because I was listening to all the lead up to that game. And I was like, when I called into the show from the bench, I was confident. I was like, Dallas is going to take care of business. They're at home. I understand like this whole idea, like Green Bay, you don't know what you don't know. You know, one of the youngest team in the NFL going to go in and kind of just play, play loose, carefree. It's, it's easy to say, but when you get in that moment, I don't care who you are. Like, there's pressure. You understand. I'm, we're, this is the playoffs now. This is losing, you go home. So I, I don't think I really necessarily took into account the whole all the pressures on Dallas kind of deal. But, I mean, to they, dude, they've been, what are they, 18, 18 straight at home? 16. And they lose that way. That I mean, Terrible. Raymond, I'm sorry, buddy. I don't know how I don't know how you're here this week. I, I said I would have had respect if Ray decided to uh to take the day or, or I would take that's ridiculous. I would have taken a week. That's ridiculous. I, no, I would I would absolutely if, if it were allowable, now they would crush me for it, so I wouldn't be able to. But if they said if you need time, take time, I would have taken two to three days. Absolutely. That's ridiculous. Why? Like like the one I have a job to do. I don't have the luxury of uh of taking the time off and too, like I told you yesterday, like why 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 would I back down after that? It's it is what it is. It's embarrassing. We've 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 been over this already. I just sit here and and, and I'll deal with it. I know, but how do you get up from this though? Oh, you, you don't. You, you don't. You don't. You, you don't. don't. That that's that that is the most disheartening loss I've ever experienced as a oh. fan in any sport. Re- really? So so what we so we got to look in at what you're dealing with and what you saw Sunday from four thirty till eight o'clock was the worst experience you've ever had as a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. And that was it. Is it the worst loss you've ever experienced, period? <sighs> no, because then we, we'd get into splitting hairs if that was the case. Well, I, I don't know. What, I think just like, hair. like what, what, else, what else is up there with, with, with that um, Dallas loss? Losing to San Francisco in 94, uh, losing to the Giants way back when. Um you know the loss, losses like that, but this one it, it just feels like like the the culmination and the realization of everything that that's been there. And like I told Grasa yesterday, like it, it the, what did I say coming into the to the playoffs this entire time? Like nothing matters about what they did until they until they got to January, and they got to January and look what happened. So 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 this, so, season- so th- this, this next season they, they could have like an all time great. They could go seventeen and zero next season to start the year. Like and and they I, I would be waiting for something awful to happen in the playoffs. Right, but, That's the point I've actually reached. Okay, but here's the thing, though, and this is the problem with this whole thing, and this is this is my other observation from being away. I'll, I'll bring up the last one when we come back from break. But the, Look the, at the, you attentive to the clock. No, but the fact that you two just sat there, you asked Rex, would you hire Bill Belichick? He says no, and there's no real pushback from you two was amazing to me. What do you, what do you mean? Uh, you could tell what he was saying was personal. I love Rex. The guy, the, it was adamant. A, he he even said he goes, "That's a four-win team." I was like, "Rex, they, they had no talent." I mean, what what, what was I supposed to say? Attack him! Attack him! That was per- that that felt personal when he said that. Oh, it didn't feel personal. That was totally personal. Belichick. He, does, he would, doesn't think Belichick, Belichick is a great coach, dude. From McCarthy to Belichick is like Zach Wilson to Aaron Rodgers, coaching wise. Uh, I would agree with that. I thought that Mike McCarthy was as outcoached in that game as I've as I've seen anybody this entire season. Well, I think what you're learning, and you know, like I mean, anytime, like this is something that I would always talk about with hockey. Like you see teams that are built a certain way, and they like to they can win one way. You get to the playoffs, right? You're going to play a team that's going to make you play left-handed. Like they're not going to allow you. They're going to do their best to not allow you to play the way that you want to play. So you have to be you have to be able to win in multiple ways. You saw, I mean, you saw with Miami. 
right? I think you see with Dallas too. Like, I mean, they, you can run the ball against Dallas. They're small. They're built to play with the lead. And when they don't have the lead and you can run the football, they have trouble. Problem is now you have Dak playing the best football of his career this season. You got CeeDee Lamb, who's emerged as one of the best wide receivers on the planet. Now you're going to have to pay Dak. Like, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of, of things that need. Do you keep Mike McCarthy? Like, I don't know. This how whole can. thing now. I, I don't know. How, how do you keep Mike McCarthy? I you, you just you just threw up all over yourself at the biggest spot of the season. How do you keep him? I with with these coaches that are available, I wouldn't. No, this is this is the Shangri La of coaching searches, and you're going to keep Mike McCarthy. I feel. Listen, I got to be honest with you. I feel the same way with at, at minimum the Jets and possibly the Giants too. Well, that's the problem. I mean, that's the, I think that's the hard thing that Jets fans are uh, dealing with right now is that you have all these great coaches available. And we're going to ride this thing out with Robert Sala. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, from superchargers, exhaust kits, and more, eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, let's break. I'm sorry I disappointed you yesterday. I tried to put my best foot forward, but I guess it wasn't, wasn't all that uh, effective. So I apologize. No, for that. it was good. It was good. I just, I mean, there's going to be some criticism. It's not going to be perfect. But did we do anything well? Uh, yeah, I was, I mean, it was a good listen. I enjoyed it. Okay. I don't Dan know got you... dumped, which I finally, uh, you guys, uh, Ray oh told me what he said. Just uh, wild. I, it made me pine for you. It's, that's wild. I'd never said anything like that. No. No, we, I think we said when he said it, like, you know, you, you've got, and he, and he, he didn't even, it didn't even feel like he was upset at what he said. <laughs> We're like, Dan, what are you doing? He's like, quite well, frankly, you, titillating. Yeah, that's he's wild. Like, he's like, no, can't sit. No, Dan. <laughs> no, no. Rick wouldn't even think that that kind of thing was okay. <laughs> oh, it was. It, RJ, it was shocking, right? Shocking. Yeah, but the thing is, I, I, I spoke to him about it after. I, I, I mean, I don't know if he would do it again. He'd think about it though. Yeah, that's the thing. He's scared of nothing. That man. <laughs> like he gets on the show all of a sudden. All of a sudden, Dan just lets it all. Well, hang all of out. a sudden, he's, it's Rothenberg and Andrew Dice Clay <laughs> on ninety-eight-seven. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I've had people say this to me over the last couple of days. It really gives you such enjoyment to watch teams you can't stand lose. Yes. It, yes. It really. I don't have anything with my own team. The Giants were 2-8. and eight. The Giants were done when we got to October. Yes. 
this, and bad guy, whatever, I don't care. This gives me wonderful, phenomenal enjoyment. Yes, it does. I don't know why people are surprised. I mean, me and Raymond, we had like, I mean, I don't know how long it was ago. I have it written down somewhere. But we had the like, I mean, give me, I think it was three or five words that best describe Dave. And both of our lists had he's schadenfreude. Yeah, I love it. You take, you take pleasure in other people's misery. That's right. Well, well, I, I wouldn't take pleasure in, in people's misery if it didn't make me happy, though. Well, but you... Yeah, but it's, a, it's, that, a, it's not like it makes you happy. That's, that's the point. That's, yeah. No, no, no. But the Steelers, the, like Steelers fans, are probably miserable. That doesn't make me happy. I don't. I have no interest in that. No, it's strategic. Like if it's if it's anyone anyone that's a fan of the teams that you despise. That's right. Even if it's one of your close friends, like you have two very close friends. One roots for the Cowboys. One roots for the Eagles. And I'm sure you've already texted Gunley. Nope. Not not a word. Nothing. You will this morning at some point. I don't know about that. I'd like to give him a little leeway. I don't Carson, think I would have said anything Carson to Raymond if we weren't working together like this. Carson Wentz snapped his leg in half, and you, you, you laughed in But I in saw him face. at work the next day. I had to say something. Oh, well, not like that. Yeah, well, they went out to win the Super Bowl, so I... Oh. Wow. I'm gone, for two, I'm, I'm gone for two days, RJ. And this is what I come back to. What is happening? What is... And he doesn't think there's anything wrong with what he just said. No. He, <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't. <laughs> I'm I'm in too good of a place. I'm in I'm in a I'm in a really good place. RJ, would you say that's the closest to, to you've that, ever seen Gunling attack somebody? A good place? That's what you would call it. I'm in a really good place. Right Co- now, well, a yeah. couple of things. I need you to get out of that place because you just got dumped. So it's, I got dumped. You cannot say what you just said. Are you kidding? Think about what you just said. <laughs> just just think of what you just said. Uh, think of who's telling you right now what you just said. I mean, worlds are colliding. I got I got Rick as the morality police right now. So first thing, I need you to get out of that place. You're too comfortable. You said the same thing Greg uh, Grasa said in a different book. No. Yes. Yeah, you guys are very graphic. I don't know what you guys do in your spare time, you and Grasa, but I need you to get uh, a little more uh, uh, PG. Uh, second, yes, you almost got attacked by Andrew Gunling, and uh, there's a chance he would have used an, an inanimate object if it meant... Uh, having to harm you. Maybe and, he would have used your, your coffee mug to go after me. Yeah, at least Can I, would, I say that? Are you going to dump that? At least I would. Uh, would, you, would you like to say it again? I won't dump it. We'll see what happens. Uh, no, I, I because now now you're making me think about things. But <laughs> I, at the time, and even at this moment, I don't think what I said was really all that off color. God forbid you think. Wow. Look at you. There's there, of, all, to, of all people want to say something like that, huh? I'll have to tell you during the break, had you changed one word during your sentence... It's not even the the last word, b- different sentence. But you, you, you and Grasso. So you're like, saying if I had gone from in to on, I'd have been fine. You and you and Grasso are very invasive. I don't know what you guys do in your spare time. <laughs> I'm getting so, an idea though. So that's the issue. It was the if I say on, not an issue. The in becomes the issue. That's right, and you could say it because maybe no one, maybe just avoid the phrase altogether. Yeah, no, no one knows what we're talking about. So. <laughs> Can't believe well, I got dumped. I never get dumped. The only one that knows what you're talking about is your thermometer. That's the only one. It's been in that place. It's like doing a show with, uh, I don't even know, like John Holmes over here, and I, and I get dumped. Uh, listen, I'm the mature one. Maybe that uh, my two days one. off, I'm all of a sudden I've seen the light. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, by the way, too, hey, here's what? the thing. Oh, here we go. I, I'm sick of this whole grassa, like this, this whole grassa, like little shtick he does, where it's like he comes into the show and now he's the like he's the guy that's bringing all the fun and let's get together, let's have breakfast, let's have lunch, let's go. Well, for you dinner. know what? He, he kind of is that guy. The man has no kids and lives in a house. He doesn't know how many rooms are in his house. <laughs> Nobody's arguing with, with your with your initial and secondary point. 
I think the issue that we're having right now is Grasa is a leader of fun. Fine, and you fine, are not. wasting time on the frenzy. So let's get the damn frenzy. Let's do the frenzy. Football frenzy. Let's talk football. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. He's very comfortable on the show. <laughs> you, wow, you really were driving this thing well. He's, listen, I mean, we're, do, we're doing around the league. All of a sudden, he's breaking out the Big Ten. I'm not sure he respects you. Is what it comes there was, to that at all. was one time. I don't know if you guys even had I was just like, Dan, shut up. <laughs> that could be problematic. And look, Purdue just lost the Dan, game. Dan, <laughs> this is not around the college basketball Big Ten league. This is around the NFL league. You asked the question. I gave I the said, answer. did Michigan State lose to Northwestern? I didn't say break down the Big Ten for me, please. <laughs> oh, Wow. Yeah, he broke it all down. And there was another time I was trying to get into a story, and he was just like, nah, 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 nah. I was like, shut up. You know what that was, though? What? And I think this is a, a very apropos comparison. That was Jameis Winston changing <laughs> yes. the place. And I know, I know what you called, DA. I'm going to run the play, though. Jamal's scoring. Yeah, just no respect. So I'm the Dennis Allen of the show is what you're saying? <laughs> I think that I don't think that, but I think Dan may view you that okay, way. Okay, listen, if, if you want to bring Dan in on a more regular basis and have me kind of slowly bow out, that that's up to you guys. I'd I'd be fine with that. He even he even gave you the, he even changed his voice for you. <laughs> he did the blah blah blah. Yeah, you know, he always does that. He's he's a master of voices. <laughs> oh my god. He's like the Frank Caliendo of Sports Talk Radio. <laughs> Football frenzy. Let's talk football. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. Yeah, welcome. Let's go to Kenny in Jersey, get back on the rails maybe. Good morning, Kenny. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, good morning. Hey, the dump button must don't work for the people on hold because I heard everything he said. Did, okay, without, without repeating what I said, did you have an issue with it or did you think it was fine? I mean, it, it stood out right away. Really? It was like, whoa, Dave, really? Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, oh. whoa. See, this is did concerning. Now, now we have a witness now. Like, did you? <laughs> All right, Kenny, listen, end. don't 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 worry. If you see anybody following you today, it's, <laughs> there's not, nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Look, I just called to, to, to give Santiago some relief because I didn't want him to be the only Cowboy fan taking it on the chin this morning. So I called off of my chin to take it a little bit. Because, uh, you know, I'm not running from none of that, you know, especially from no Giant fan who don't know what playoffs even is. I was in the playoffs Barely. last year, Kenny. Kenny, last year. When as far as you in the, po- yeah. in the last two years, Kenny, my team has it's as terrible. many playoff wins as your team. And you know what's so terrible about that? Your what? team has been terrible all those years, and my team hasn't. And we, we, we suffered the same fate. So, yes, that's, that's awful. And that's the reason why I'm here today. I, I did not want to just dogging up on San Diego. Well, yeah, I'm you here know to what? take some of the heat, too. So, get, so come on with it, Dave. I'm already mad at you, Dave. Because what are you mad at me for? Yeah, yeah, here, here's the Kenny. Repeat after me. Re- repeat after me. Ready? Come on. I'm a Cowboys yeah. fan. I'm a, listen, I'm a Cowboys fan. Say it. It. No, no. I say I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm a Cowboys fan, Dave. And my and my team sucks. My team sucks in the playoffs year after year. Okay. I give you that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They that works. And that works for me. Achieve. They underachieve every year in the playoffs. The defense is overrated. The coach is terrible. I mean, we got a lot. A lot of things came to a head right then. It looked like one team was prepared. For another team, and it looked like the other team was not prepared for them being prepared. That's what it looked like to me. Looked and like you know, and you know what, Kenny? I loved, I loved every second of it. 
every single solitary second of it. But Dave, I haven't get it. I haven't. I haven't had a chance to get on you about that lie you told me. Let's talk about that. I mean, it's kind of off topic a little bit, but you blatantly lied to me and told me that the Mets would go for these guys and they didn't do nothing. Well, no, that's that's not offer. true. Well, we that's tried the, for Yamamoto. They, they went they went after Yamamoto, and I, and I think they would have been interested in in Otani if he had any interest in them. I, I don't think they put their best foot forward on that, but I don't want to change the subject. I did want to get on you for that, though. I don't think they put their best foot forward. For yeah, Dave. They offered as much money as the Dodgers offered for Yamamoto. You promised us yeah, we would get players, Dave. New York over L.A. Really, think about that. If you're offering the same amount of money in New York. Who's going to pick New York over L.A.? Yamamoto. I got to imagine, though, Kenny. Thanks for the call, Kenny. I got to imagine, though, at the end of the day, Steve Cohen probably felt like he was being used. And that was it. Well, I think that's going to kind of be the natural order of things with him. Right. Well, unless, unless I mean, there comes a time when he doesn't feel like he's being used. Like Yamamoto said even if Otani didn't go, to, he was going to the Dodgers. So at some point, I mean, I think Steve Cohen's probably smart enough to recognize he's using me to get more money for the, from the Dodgers. That's right. That's exactly right. All right, we got a break. 1-800-919-3776. I don't want you against me as well. Never. I'm never against well, you. Yeah, yeah, Dave. Come on, Dave. Well, you, you, you complain when I don't say anything when you're going back and forth with someone, so I was just trying to add a little something. Oh, I, I, I liked it. You spicing it up then. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. We have Stuff You Missed at 9.15. Stuff You Missed is is underratedly and very wildly popular. It's, dude, I'm telling you, like it is something people are talking about. Gets a lot of conversation at the CVS, I'll tell you that. People love the show. They love They love Stuff You Missed. Did I, were you on the show the other day? I don't remember if you were if you took the day or if it was you. But when I was at CVS recently, guy just standing behind me online. He's like, "More RJ, love RJ." It's like, "Excuse me." I think I was on the show. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "More, more, don't, we need more don't RJ. say I took a day." What? I took a day. I didn't take a day. I had to. But I had to take a day. What? RJ, what did I do that was wrong? Yeah, n- nothing there. I mean, listen. I mean, I, I said you took a day. You actually took two. But I don't blame you for it. I understood why you did it. Did I give one ounce of criticism for taking a couple days to coach your one, son's hockey team? Technically, one was a holiday. Yeah. No, not not for us. Well, for for many. I mean, I I I took a couple weeks off to to watch my son, and he said I went on sabbatical. Well, you you took a long time. I didn't know if you're coming back. <laughs> well, here I am. Oh, because nice no one's doing though. Because he's doing. He's setting himself up. Some work mind. through everything, like Ray and I, and some see? don't. Oh, I, well, one of you. I, I see the schedule coming up. I, I see. I know things are happening. What's happening? Uh, there'll be times you're not with us. I'm not going to say those days, but there'll be times you're not with us. In March. Okay, it's January. It's close. It's not that close. I don't have a bachelor party every other weekend. You want to come? Yeah. You should have came. I wasn't invited. Miami did sound fun. I would like to have gone to Miami. Tell you what, though, who, who, who was that called earlier? Uh, oh, Mike from Miami. I was talking about that Bills-Dolphins game. Yeah. Boy, the Bills fans came into that stadium, and the, the Dolphins season died that night. They took their souls. It took the, the play fans. that ended the Dolphins season, in my mind, was the punt return. Uh, I would agree. That, that stadium was so loud from, I don't know, the third of Bills fans that were there. It was as loud as the other two-thirds of Dolphins fans when something good happened. They, over, they overran the stadium. They took Miami Soul on and off the field. No, 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 no. Let, let's really focus on what what completely 
screwed up Miami season. It was the loss. It was the loss to Tennessee at home. Oh, the fourteen points. That was an awful loss. That loss killed them. That loss killed them, and also propelled me right into the fantasy football playoffs, where I became champion, champion. Oh, but you're going to get your revenge on me. I'm going to have Ooh. to do a naked billboard. Well, it's it's, not, it's, it's you and RJ now. It's between me. Yeah, but it's fine. I've already given up on it. I, I don't think I have much of a chance to come back. And you know what? Champion, <laughs> champion. The fact that Dallas and Philly lost this weekend, it makes it palatable. The uh, thing that stinks for me yesterday, and I even said it on the air, I would have never taken Pittsburgh if I think they weren't going to play the game on that day. I said I think, that to you. I, I thought the weather was going to stand in the way of the Bills being able to score like that. And I said yesterday, boy, if I could switch to Tampa right now, I would. Obviously, I couldn't. I'd take the loss. So, update on the picks. I'm three games back now. You're three games back. Ray has Ray and Rick have clinched, not last. Ray is eight games ahead of you, Dave. We have six picks remaining. Right. Rick is six wins ahead of you, six up ahead of you in the win column, but he has a tie, so even if you got to him... He'd still have the tiebreaker. So, Rick and Ray, congratulations. You will not be nude on a billboard. That's nice. Good for you. That's very well, nice. No, I think secretly Rick wanted to lose and be naked on I the didn't. I, I don't want to lose anything. I told you. I'm at, I was at the bar at the restaurant like, swearing at the television. Why? As if I was a Dallas Cowboys but why? fan. Why? You, you, it's done. You have nothing to be concerned about. Because I wanted to go 2-1. and one. Oh, God. Because I went with Cleveland. Cleveland got smashed. They really did get smashed. It was a very bad performance. I'll tell you what makes things interesting, though, Dave. And it will test our friendship to a degree. You know who has control of the board going into uh, next week? RJ Santillo. Oh, and if we, if you and I match, if we, if we put up the same record this week, that means because of tiebreakers, it's over. That would be lame if you did that, though. <laughs> oh, it'd be good. Oh, yeah, I, but I've already given up. It's fine. I've already accepted the L. So I have nothing. I, I, I'm, I'm a dead man walking. I'm fine with it. This is what makes you dangerous, though. How so? Because you get into this because where you've just completely written yourself off. Now you're playing loose. You're playing free, easy. Just going to start willy-nilly making picks. And this is when you go on your run. Go 3-0 this week. RJ goes 1-2. and All of a sudden, it's back. He said the same thing to Canty. Canty had like a nine-game lead. We had 11 picks left. And I think he went 1-10. <laughs> yeah. He went 1-10, to 10 and I went like undefeated. Yeah, you just kept getting... You just, they just you went on this crazy run. Well, Good for you. That'll, oh, thanks. Let's go to Dave in the car. Dave, hi. You're on 98.7. Hey, how you guys doing? Um, just wanted to say, I know you guys have to say every little thing you have to talk about because you're a New York radio station, but I mean, if the Knicks won by 80 against Orlando, if they lost by 200 points to Orlando, you could ask a 10-year-old kid before the season started and they could predict the season. Win first round, lose second round, no matter what they do. I love the trade they made, but, you know, you either got to get two, one of two ways. You got to get, like, the Richard Hamilton team where you have, like, a bunch of stars. Or you got to get a superstar. I mean, you can talk about this guy didn't play well. If he played better, this guy did this. If this guy rebounded better, I know. You well, what do you, what do you want that. us to do, Dave? Not not talk about the Knicks from yesterday. The Knicks did not no, do not, a good I'm job. Not, at, not talk about. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I'm not the average I'm not going to get into it. I'm saying so there's a lot of fans. I have friends, and when the, we love the Knicks since I'm 61 years old, and we've been watching Knicks forever. And I was still still some friends think, well, you never know. They could beat the Celtics. You never know. They could beat. No, there's no. You never know. There's zero percent chance. Unless well, one of we, but guys, we don't think we don't think that either. All we're doing is sitting here saying that a loss yesterday to Orlando is a, is a tough loss because you can't really afford these. And you look at the standings and everything's all bunched up. 
No, I mean, I, I understand the whole thing. I, I get it, but I mean, like, very few. It's not, I, I only listen to your radio station. I don't listen to those. I like you guys. But I'm saying, like, like I guess the other radio stations, same thing. Like, nobody's going to come out there and say, well, really nothing to talk about. They're going to win the first round, lose the second round, season's over. Yeah, but Dave. I mean, but, but Dave, here's the thing, though, Dave. I mean, we've said it plenty of times, and we really appreciate you listening to the show. We're glad you like the show. I mean, we said it a bunch of different times. Do I do, do Dave and I think that the addition of OG puts this team ahead of Milwaukee or Boston? No, I don't think it does. But the point of the regular season is is to, is to put yourself in the best situation possible to to maybe, if all things go go the right way, say you know whatever teams, if it ends up being you know Milwaukee. They get nicked up or Giannis gets hurt. Like, put yourself in the best spot possible to to have success. No one's saying that right now we feel like that they're better than Milwaukee or Boston. But, hell, you never know what's going to happen, who's going to be hurt, who's – like, it, you never know. Like, no one thought that Milwaukee was going to lose to Miami last season. And they did. Crazy stuff happens, man. Just watch the NFL. <laughs> crazy stuff happens. All I'm saying is you play in Orlando at home. They don't have one of their top two players win the game. That's it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it it happened. It was a bad loss. We're going to talk about it, and this has nothing to do with. Do we think they can beat Milwaukee or Boston in the right? In nor, the nor are we punting on the season. Nor are we saying this is just you know a, a horrible day to be a Knicks fan. It was a it was a bad loss yesterday. You going to argue with that? That'd be stupid to do. No, but also don't like. I, I understand you want to say like now it, it, we do this when we were like we're playing we're playing games and series on paper. Yeah, like on paper, Milwaukee and Boston are better. And you might be right, but like I don't know during the course of a, a playoff series if you know if if Jalen and and Julius Randle play play their best basketball at the right time, and OG is able to shut down you know Jason Tatum that they can't win the series, or someone gets hurt during the series. You never know right, what's going to happen, right? Yeah, I mean that's why you watch sports because it is the it's the real live effect. You never know what's going to happen. Let's go to Anthony Staten Island has a a dilemma. Good morning, Anthony. Morning, guys. Uh, love the show. I listen to the podcast every day. Um, I try and call in more, but with work, my work schedule is tough. But, uh, Dave, I am on your side about Saturday. Right. <laughs> um, it's my little brother's wedding. Okay. We are a huge sports family. We all played college baseball. My son plays travel baseball now. He's in high school. Uh, I've made my wedding around his baseball schedule. So about seven months ago when they picked the wedding, the first thing I said was, it's playoff weekend. Right, and it's, not, it's not only it's, not only is it playoff weekend, by the way, it's the it's no no I'm serious. It's the biggest playoff weekend of the entire uh, the entire year, Anthony. Oh, oh, I'm on I'm on your side on this. Trust me. And so his fiance goes, "Are you kidding me?" I said, "Well, no." <laughs> so I've been harassing him about TVs. I'm the best man, also, by the way. <laughs> so I'm like, "Are there TVs at the venue?" He's like, "I don't think so," and this and that. So I I was like, "All right." So then I said, can I bring my iPad, you know, just to have it on. It's an all night affair. You know, it's a long thing. And now his fiance is saying no. (laughs) And I am outraged. (laughs) I mean, obviously, this is all about she's made this all about her. It's all about her. (laughs) It's all about her. She doesn't care about anybody else. It's all about her. Why couldn't she have booked the venue for for next Saturday when there are no NFL games? Oh, oh, I'm with you. I, uh, I, I tried everything. Nobody and my brother wasn't having it. Well, let's let's not say that she wasn't happy. <laughs> and yeah, I am just I am outraged, and the whole iPad thing almost sent me over the top. <laughs> well, I you know what? Listen, she's got enough going on. I think you bring the iPad anyway and conceal it and, and watch the games. That, that, people are going to want to know. People are going to want to know what's happening. No, 
No, Absolutely. do not do it. No, this is not this is not a friend. This is his brother. So what? So she what? makes it all about her. No, because it, it is all about her. It's her wedding day, and now all of a sudden he pisses her off, and now it's going to affect his relationship with his brother. It's a very selfish mindset from this well, lady. It's her wedding, man. Okay, but it's—I mean—it doesn't have to be all about her. Well, it is all about her, and sometimes, as a—I mean, as as his older brother, you got to make sacrifices for your brother. I think you you stick your feet right in the ground and you hold true to what you believe. No, RJ, will you please explain to this man what the proper etiquette here is? No, the proper etiquette is you you go to the wedding, you perform your best man duties, and you make sure to keep at least one eye on every play of you're, those games. You're not going to move him off of this. You know that. So, Dave, I, I want to agree with you, uh-huh. but here's the problem what's going to happen. This happened at my, my junior prom, actually. <laughs> Tell, is, bring us back, RJ. Well, somebody brought the Sabres were in, in a playoff game at that time, and the same will happen this weekend. You bring an iPad. Eventually, you draw people like mosquitoes off uh-huh. the dance floor. Mm. They'll be in a corner, huddled around watching. What is it, Niners Packers? I Niners guess. Packers, a big game. And this is not some like best friend situation where you know you could be like you and never talk to that person again. This is this is brother. The guy, the guy is livid. The he, brother is is. I don't know. I think it is a very bad look for the entire family that they let this woman just just pop in and run roughshod over everything. It's the it's is going to be his sister in law, right? And I'm sure it's she's his lovely. Brother's wife, but in this asked, moment, she's being she's being very selfish. Well, you know what he should have done is kept his mouth shut and just brought the iPad. Well, who the hell gets married on on divisional playoff weekend? Re- being serious now, I don't think she cares. Well, you know what? That's obvious, and it's not a good start to this this whole thing. Because RJ's right, you bring it all of a sudden. Now you bring in the iPad and it's got playoff. Because everybody on. wants to be near you. Now, if she had any foresight, she put a big TV right next to the dance floor so people could watch and dance and just really luxuriate the entire time. I don't think that's the point of the wedding. Because again, it goes back to all. It's all about her. That's the point of the wedding. Okay, great. Well, when and she gets people that are, when she gets the... people that don't want to go and people that are upset, <laughs> then she'll understand why. The attention is supposed to be on the couple getting married. Okay, she's she's made that very evident. I'll tell you what, she's going to be very selfish as a mom one day, too. Oh, my goodness. What? You know that, that this, is, this is a track record. This is a history. This is a, a litany of things that are going to come down the pike. It's her big day. She's probably dreamt about this her whole life. Yeah. When did you get married? July. Yeah. When did I get married? Well, May. I had to do it. I had to do it because of the hockey schedule. Well, you know what? At least, you, well, you know, you could have told Milbury. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, so, that one went over well. Sorry, Mikey. October 13th. Can you make it? <laughs> No, because you're respectful of others and their thoughts, and this lady is not. And even her brother-in-law doesn't like her very much right now. Well, her brother, her brother-in-law's gonna have to suck it up and be. But a I'm good, the uh, but, best I, man. but I'm the bad guy. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here. Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Ray's mind status. He's going to have to be a big boy and get over it, by the way. I mean, this is what the Cowboys get. You were over here telling me I should take days off. The last person I'm taking advice on this from is you. No, but I mean, this is what your team does. They're losers. They've always been losers. Since the time you're a child, they've been losers. And it's not going to change anytime soon. That probably made it better. It's a good pep talk right there. I have to sustain life. If you're dead, I'm going to eat you. This is... 
is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Hey, I love the show, and you are probably like the number one sports genius in the world. I just Thank wanted you. to let you know. I know. On 98.7 ESPN. Can't deny it. Dak Prescott two and five in the postseason. They lose again. Cowboys collapse. Eagles embarrassing. Great day to be a New York football fan. Great day. Even for you, the Dolphins got run out of uh, Kansas City this weekend. Yeah, dog, dude, that game. It, it looks so cold. Well, I think in it Kansas was City. Very cold. I mean, the the the, the, the mustache of Andy Reid was frozen over. Dude, I was looking at some of the videos, too. Like, a, a guy, I mean, he went to open his beer, exploded, and just froze instantly. By the way, the people that, that don't wear shirts and think that that's some kind of a, a badge of honor, they're just they're lunatics. Nuts. Completely nuts. Like, you, you have to do irreparable damage to yourself by sitting out in, like, ni- minus 30-degree weather, no? Yeah, I don't think it's great for you. I think there was a, uh, I read the, the warning, please uh, please cover all extremities. And then you get guys, like, like if, if they're like, all right, we're going to take a, a shot for TV, pop it up there, and, and you'll take your shirt off, fine. But you're going to sit there for the entirety of the game and not have a shirt on? That's just, it's just stupid. Yeah, I have no real interest. I don't care how drunk I am. I have real, like, Would you ever do the polar cold. plunge? Yes, I have. You would, have you? Yeah. You've done it? Yeah, we did. We were in Finland. We did it. And how was that? Uh, it was cold. I don't, I don't think I would do well at all with the polar plunge. Well, actually, what made it worse is we had to walk, so we did... It's kind of. I guess it's not really that fair. We had to. We went in the sauna first, but then you had to walk all the way to the frozen, to the frozen um, lake, and there was and a big hole in. in it. Yeah, they had a, the hole in it that you jumped into it. And did did your body just freeze up? Uh, initially, yeah, it's tough. Initially, dude, we had to take. I mean, when I played for the Islanders the last couple of years, we had to take uh, mandatory cold tubs for twelve. We had to take twelve minute cold tubs after every game of practice. Yeah, that's terrible. I think the water was forty eight degrees. I think we kept it at. No, we we lost uh, hot water in our house a couple summers ago. Had to take cold showers. I didn't do well with that. The older you get, the harder uh, harder time I have with the uh, cold water. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like my kids. Like when I was a kid in Boston, I, we keep our pool open to like the end of October, no problem. Like my kids now, Milo will go in the pool in in October. He'll go in the pool, freezing cold, no problem. You Come keep on, the Dad, pool open until October now? Oh, because he'll swim in it. I don't want to, but he'll swim in it. And plus, we have the. Uh, the you have tub. a beautiful heater. I mean, the, I mean, you, I don't you, heat you it. Probably, you probably keep that thing pinned to like 81. No, I don't. I didn't heat it. It was freezing cold. The only thing that I would heat was the hot tub. Like I occasionally would go in the hot tub. So we had to keep the whole pool open, but he would go in it. And he'd be like, Dad, let's go. Jump in. And I was like, okay. I did it one time. I was like, no, no. I'm too old for this now. RJ, you, you're from, from the Rochester area. Have you ever done a polar plunge? I have not. I'm familiar with it, but I have not. You would not want to do something like that. I mean, for the right cause if we all did it. But yeah, on my own, I'm... Well, I'm, I'm, so if you could raise $1,000 for your favorite charity to do the Polar Plunge, would you do it? I think we should all do it if we're going to do it. I think if we all did it, I would do it. So you can be pressured into doing the Polar Plunge? Yeah, I'd have to be I'd have to be peer pressured, yes. They did a Polar Plunge. You look like that guy from the Bass Pro Shop. Just naked, jumping into a tank? Yeah, just completely gone. Nothing. <laughs> Terrible. Like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I, mean, why do I need this? <laughs> you know what happens if I stop talking? I that one. Oh, you can't carry the show. That we could, we could take more phone calls. God, you know why don't you run point the next hour? <laughs> Let's see how it goes. No, you're not allowed to take the last hour of the show off. Why not? You, yeah, you take you, the first. You know what you've been doing because this entire time, all you've been doing is is just oh, the Eagles are losers, the Cowboys are losers because you and you don't want to talk about your beloved Giants. 
and the mess right now that's going on. We talked about the mess. We'll get back to the mess. I told you I'm concerned about the mess going on. P-U-T-R-I-D. Putrid. <laughs> what a was lot that? of spelling yesterday. <laughs> Capital F-R-A-U-D. Fraud, fraud, it was, fraud. It was a whole spelling bee yesterday. I'll do it again. You want to go back to the spelling bee? No, no, no we're no, good. No. You sure? I can't imagine. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I think I, th- this whole thing with the Giants is very concerning. Um, article, Daily News, Pat Leonard about how you know, I mean, the, the the Martindale, the coaches didn't like Dable, and now Joe Shane is getting involved, and he's got to be on the headset to make sure that everybody's playing nice with each other. It's just, it's weird. It's immature. It feels unnecessary. You don't like a coach? Fire him. You have a problem with him? Tell him you don't like him. Games are ridiculous. And listen, Dable's going to be the last one standing, and it's all going to be on him. And he needs to find a way to fix this now. And I got to be honest, I think there's some reservation with Giants fans about Dable at the moment. It sounds like he's lucky that they had success in the first year. Like the things in this article, no, I don't, again, I'm not taking this this article as everything in it is true or if the people that are the sources don't have, you know, an axe to grind with Brian Dable. Sure. But there's some, like, real disturbing stuff. And I'll tell you, like, for me going through the article, like, one of the most most disturbing things is Dable is never wrong while all those around him are always wrong and he apparently has no solutions but doesn't hesitate to place blame. Right. So he, he's a screamer. Like they, 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 he blamed um, Martindale exclusively for the loss against the Jets. And the next week was yep. freaking out when they couldn't stop. I forget who they played the next week, but they couldn't stop. Commanders. them. And he was freaking out the commanders. Right. And they were going to blow that game. It's just it sounds like, you know, you want your coach to be an influence of like positivity and, and calmness. And it sounds like and again, we don't know, but it, it sounds the opposite. Well, no, not only that, though. Like, I understand. Like, there's some coaches that are just really, like, they're really passionate and they yell a lot. But, I mean, ultimately what every player wants from their coach is, is answers. Any coach. I don't care what it is. It could be position coach. It could be the guy who runs the power play, the penalty kill. You name the sport. Like, just give me answers. You're here because you, you know things that we don't. You're supposed to set us up to, to have success. Put us in the best positions to have success. That's why, we, that's why we're going to listen to you. The motivation for being behind Brian Dable can't because well he built he built up some equity because we you know we won a playoff game last year and he's really easy on us in training camp. Like that can't that can't be the only reason why you support the head coach as he's running wild on the sidelines. And then the other thing the other stuff too is like you know talking about how you have you have all these meetings during the week and all these these you know plans and then all of a sudden he gets on the sideline and it's like there's just he's off the rails. Like, just these impulsive decisions that he's making on the sidelines. It doesn't seem sustainable to me. It doesn't seem sustainable. It doesn't seem healthy. It doesn't seem normal. And it doesn't seem like, I mean, you're at a crossroads now, right? If you don't take a quarterback, and I asked Imani about this, you don't take a quarterback, you don't reset anything. If if you take a quarterback, I think you get some built-in time just because the young quarterback gets time. But if you run this back and... You know, take a receiver, free agent, right tackle, bring back Daniel Jones and whoever else. The expectation is going to be this team is very competitive for a playoff spot. Yeah, you don't get I mean, that was one of the things that we talked about. The benefit of drafting a quarterback in this draft is you give yourself more time. You reset the clock. Right. Because there's no expectations that all of a sudden now a rookie quarterback jumps in there and you instantly have success. It's going to take at least a year. But if they don't, and now Daniel Jones is back and he's your starting quarterback... I don't know. You have to tell me. You're the Giants fan. What would your expectations for the team be? If what? If they, if they don't draft a quarterback, 
because I don't care what it is, tackle, receiver, whatever it is, and then Daniel Jones is your starting quarterback. What are your expectations? If if they don't draft the quarterback and Daniel Jones is back as the starter, yep. I think this team is right there for a playoff spot. All right. So, I mean, that's... I mean, you got, you got money to spend in free agency. Yep. Health was not good this year. You got premium draft picks, right? You have, you have the sixth pick, you have the 38th pick, and I think the 47th pick from Seattle. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if I mean the NFC is not great to begin with. I think you are a playoff team. I think the Eagles are going to take a step back. God knows what happens with the Cowboys. I still think they're way more talented, but I don't think you look at this division the same. You've looked at it in the past. No, I think there's lots. Listen, I think there's lots of questions around the NFC. Lots of questions. I mean, you just go through it. Washington's going to have a new coach and a new quarterback, right? Who knows what's going to happen in Minnesota with their quarterback as Kirk Cousins back. Chicago could draft the quarterback, although, I don't know. Do you guys think the fact that Caleb Williams came out, did you read that article or that, I don't know if it was on Twitter or whatever it was, X, that Caleb uh, Caleb Williams wanted insur- uh, assurances from Chicago that they wouldn't take him with the first pick before he opted into the draft. Was that accurate? Like that was legitimately true. I don't know. I read it. I don't know if it's true or not. But I saw something like that as well, but I didn't know if it was. I I, I don't I don't know how true that is. I know. Okay. What I I saw that report and I'm not All sure right. how true it is. But he's going. But he's declared for the draft. So, I mean, Chicago could take a new quarterback. Atlanta just interviewed Bill Belichick. They need a quarterback. Who knows about Carolina? I can't believe the Saints aren't are keeping Dennis Allen. Um, Seattle's going to have a new coach. Like, there's yeah, you're right. There's no, I mean, there's no reason why that the the Giants shouldn't be right there to be a playoff team. At least, I mean, at least competing through November into December to to get into the playoffs. I mean, Washington's not. You could sit here and give. I give you seven teams that aren't very good, right? In the NFC. So if there's seven teams that are not, there's nine that that are, and you got to be one of seven of those nine. Yeah, I just don't. I, I just don't like. That I understand that coaches aren't always going to see eye to eye, and especially when you're losing, there's going to be a lot of tension just because it's just the personalities, right? You got alpha males, you got guys like I'm sure Wink Martindale likes to do things a certain way. You know, he's the guy that's in charge of the defense. But like some of this other stuff, though, man, it's it's kind of alarming. I think it's more than kinda. So he's got a, and the other thing too is, dude. I mean, you saw. I know it's easy to sit here and say, like, Amani was like, oh, yeah, listen, Wink was great, but, I mean, there's other defensive coordinators. Okay, that's fine. But, I mean, look what happened in Philly. The, the loss of Wink I don't think is spectacular. I don't love it. I don't think it's spectacular. The fact that things seem to be hemorrhaging from the top down is, is very concerning. No, no, I, I understand that. I also think, though, there is something to be said about having, having continuity. Like, where you have a defense where, I mean, you saw... Sure. Like it did, it, they didn't get off to a great start. There were a lot of things wrong with it, tackling and everything else. But by the end of the season, I mean, you're sitting there at the top of the league with, you know, tied for the most takeaways. Defense was playing better. Okereke was great. Like, I mean, there there were some reasons to say, okay, you know, guys understand the system. Let's keep this thing, you know, moving forward. And now, I mean, you're gonna have a new, new special teams coordinator. You got a new defensive coordinator. Could have a new OC. Could have I mean, a new OC. Cavs is getting interviews now. That's a lot of turnover. And isn't that weird to you that Kafka's getting interviews after the season they just had offensively? Oh, he was a hot commodity. Right. So maybe it still season. rings true from last offseason. Yeah, or they just look at the situation that he was putting in. And he also, maybe people around the league know that Dable's hard to work for. It's, it yeah. sounds like, dude, he would just like he would just take the play calling away from Kafka. 
and then he would give it to like the quarterback coach, and then he would take it from the quarterback coach for himself, and then just would give it back to Kafka. It's we it's weird. It's unsettling. Marco in Brooklyn. Hey, Marco, you're on ninety eight seven. Here we go. How obnoxious <laughs> is that when he does that? Uh, uh, but isn't it great when they when they they're so disgusting they can't even move the football and just here we go? Why is it obnoxious, so, Marco? Because you know what? Because it's a cadence. He's the only quarterback that's a say. Just just call height like everyone else. It's a cadence, Marco. It's part of. I, I don't want to. Marco, he's talking down to you he, right now. I, I am Raven absolutely talking. I am absolutely talking down it's, to you. It's that, funny. That's he's talking that's, down that's, to me, but he that's ridiculous to, to, to call that to call that obnoxious is ridiculous. Marco, I have one. I have Marco, you can have you can have things to hate on, but that, that's a ridiculous thing to hate on. Marco, I have okay. one thing to one thing to say to you at this very moment. You ready? Yes. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, and then get sacked or missed the throw. I, I want to say something to Ray also. I mean, he wants Mike McCarthy after this miserable loss that he had over Bill Belichick. I mean, is he hanging out with Peter Rosenberg? Did I what say that? Did I say that? Uh, can, can, can we get rid of this guy? This, this no, is, this I think is one, one of the best callers you've this, ever had. This, this is actually an obnoxious and, and, and ill-informed call. No. This is a terrible I think, call. I think it's great. In the 7 o'clock hour, in the first segment, it's, correct me if I'm wrong, he said that he wouldn't want Bill Belichick and he'd rather have Mike McCarthy. That's no, not what I said. Ben Johnson. That's he not said what I said. Have ben Johnson. Yeah. Or Slowick. Pay attention. Okay. What, what a shame. Okay. So what I wanted to say was about the Giants. Uh, you were saying has uh, how they're hemorrhaging from the top down. But isn't it funny that they still ended up closing the season out better than the Jets did with all that going on in between? Well, let's not let's not use the let's not use the Jets as a as a great example. I mean, no one's going to sit here and pretend like the Jets are like a real functional organization. But the Jets are good on Robert Sala. They didn't want to entertain any other coaching. They're good on Robert Sala. He's no, the guy. I, they shouldn't be good on Robert Sala. They're good on Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers wants Robert Sala. That's why that's why Robert Sala is our coach. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I, I, that's what I would tell if if Mike Vrabel was going to take the job. I'd tell Robert Sully, "Here we go. Get your bags. <laughs> Mike Vrabel's going to be the head coach." Here we go. You don't. I mean, come on. Even Ray, you got to find that annoying. I never really found it annoying. Raven, and it's not well something. It's not right something that, right that started this. Well, see that this is like where he he sits on that pedestal and acts like you know he he's being polite. He was doing that yesterday too. Just for the record, he didn't just start doing this. So it sorry, is what it is. I'm sorry you had to deal with it. That is yesterday. what it is. Not you I know am. when he started, he kept his receipts. And you know what? I cashed him in now. Yeah. Well, well, I that- mean, you're you're cashing him in from the basement. Like, like what? Why are you dancing? Like, like you've accomplished something. Like, like I understand the point of Schadenfreude because I laughed at the Eagles a lot when they were collapsing. But at least I, you know, things were going in a positive direction for me at the time. I can't even enjoy the Schadenfreude with the Eagles yesterday because of what happened. It's just like, yeah, okay, yeah, you failed, it, and I guess there's something to that. But like, so did I. Do you do you remember what I told you a couple months ago, and you guys laughed at me? I said the Giants will win a Super Bowl before the Cowboys. You're like, <laughs> You went crazy. I stand by it. The Giants will win a Super Bowl before the Cowboys. Cowboys are gaggers, collapsers. Okay, and the Giants are, are then the Giants are one of the worst teams in football over the past decade. Oh, yeah, who have won one of the Super, absolute have, have worst two Super Bowls, two, and they are one More of the absolute worst team. next to the Jets teams of the entire would, would you, decade. Would you rather be your team that wins eight, nine, ten, twelve games a year, and then? Vomits all over themselves. Well, I, I mean, I get if if you suck, I guess it would just be better to suck and know that you suck for ten years. I don't know. So, so you're not you're opposed to the the whole winning portion that came with that for the Giants, right? 
or, or those were lo- those were lucky wins. I've heard that from uh, we're, you. We're, we're talking, Eli was a, we're, was a game manager, right? Well, I mean, looking at the past ten years, you tell me. So you'd rather be the Yankees than the Red Sox, right? You'd rather be good and then lose rather than be be you know sporadically good but win. Yeah, but you're not even sporadically good. We were, you're, you're perennially terrible. You're, you're jack wagon. We were in the playoffs and did the same thing as you last season. The same thing. Right? L- Won listen, a playoff listen, game listen, and then lost. Listen, there's like literally the last, like I enjoy the, the moment. It is what it is. But like literally the last fan base that could say anything to me is the team that's perennially been, mm-mm, I almost said I almost said a bad word. That's been the uh, something that rhymes with which of the division and the Dallas Cowboys in particular. As right. well as the and it's and it's led to nothing for you. It's led to here we go and loser football. Because your, te- your team, I, I, I is, mean, I, mean, I mean, literally, really, coming, your team is losers. You can't admit it. McCarthy's a loser, the, and Dak's a loser, and Quinn's a loser, and your team's a bunch of losers. That is the definition of loser football over the past ten years. That like that means nothing to me. It means nothing. It, like your criticism is totally invalid. Who cares? I care. And I'm keeping receipts now, buddy. I, I like got the receipts. I don't like when you guys fight. It makes well, me uncomfortable. Sit back and get used to it's it. It's not even a fight at this point. It's because no, it's, 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 dead inside. Have and you, have and you honestly, ever heard- you have the audacity to say anything negative about Eli Manning? I haven't said a word about Eli. Oh, Manning. Eli was a game manager, and Eli this, and Eli that. You should take a big bar of soap and eat the whole thing. See, Rick, this is why you don't. You ever heard the phrase like you don't. Play, try and play chess with a pigeon because the pigeon will just knock over the pitch, the, the pieces on the board, poop all over the board, and strut around like it won anyway. This is oh, the no. example. Because I'm a winner. Oh, no. Oh, no. Called you a, a chess-playing pigeon. That's fine. Better than being a loser. I don't know what happened when I was gone. I mean, Dave gets dumped. Santiago almost swears on the radio. What the hell happened? Joseph Bell sends an email. He says, I hate Ray. That's it. Most annoying, useless person on the show. (laughs) Why does he even speak? Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.